Welcome to the Move More Pain-Free Podcast with your host, Rory Finch. Over the last seven years, I've both researched and worked with elite-level sports and private injury clinics to master the skills to not only assess and to manage, but to prevent and rehabilitate sports injuries. It's my passion and vision to provide these services to be freely used with elite-level sports and to be accessible to you, the individual, the sports team or the coach at any recreational sports. This is used to overcome barriers to injury and also training obstacles to allow you to enjoy the participation and to understand the process to improve your performance and minimise your injury risk. Over the coming episodes, myself and the selected guests will provide you with the tools and the knowledge to not only guide your training to be more effective, but to recover optimally and to therefore move more pain-free. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the Move More Pain-Free podcast. I'm your host, Rory Finch, and in this episode, we've been covering the topic of stress. So uh, stress is often an accumulation of factors, and if it is not managed appropriately, this can impact both how we have our positive mindset, our productivity, our motivation, but also the effects of our physical well-being. So in this topic, I'll be sharing with you tips and tricks so how you can be aware of how accumulation can be from both a physical and then a mental well-being aspect of it how you can overcome these types of obstacles and allow you to start to progress further whether it's personally professionally so let's get started so yeah so we're gonna look at the negatives of stress and then we're going to have a look at the stress and recovery protocols and and how this is then going to be more of an understanding behind how it's holding us back and then obviously from then, what we're going to do is then look at how stress and how we can use uh, stress as an advantage to kind of move on forwards. And obviously, finally, we're going to look at some take home messages for you as well. So I've just zoomed out a little bit as I understand in that um, you can't actually see when I go full screen on the slides. So I'm hoping you'll be able to kind of see it from now. Um, but yeah, as I go through, make sure you kind of uh, grab, grab my attention, drop me a comment um, to get a bit more understanding of uh, what we're covering here. So um, so what are the causes of stress? Well, I've, I've kind of simplified it down into looking at these six factors. Now, there could obviously be more of these or might be even less, depending on who you are and what you're trying to deal with. Um, but the first thing, you know, is very important is understanding how sleep um, can, can accumulate to stress. So cortisol is normally the um, chemical binding um, that is what increases our stress levels. So when that's higher, that we then represent physical stress. Sleep is known to be a great uh, reducer of having those high levels of cortisol. And, and and if you're not getting that sleep, especially good quality sleep, then what's going to happen is obviously it's going to accumulate over time. And we know what it feels like when you're not got much sleep. Um, might be broken sleep it might not it might be having kind of insomnia and we know that that is just like the building blocks to having that high uh, stress factors in our life Um, obviously moving forward nutrition is a very key important factor and I think you know if you've had a bad um, nutritional period when you've got um, perhaps you know um, intermittent intermittent fasting you might find you got got yourself a bit more grouchy a bit more kind of bite into people's um, you know, note, uh, notes or, you know, wording that they've um, given to you because you haven't got that level of kind of calmness, I suppose, if you like, especially people that are on those short or um, very low level carbohydrate meals. I, find, I definitely find myself, I get very grouchy um, and very moody very quickly. Um, as well as that, if you're not hydrated, that's another key 
um, part to having uh, a level of nutrition. So without having those, your stress is going to be, you know, um, elevated already, as well as on top of maybe lack of sleep. When we're looking at exercise, then, um, you know, a lot of people comment and say that exercise is one of the main things that can help decrease stress, have some downtime looking after themselves. And often those that are maybe got less physical activity, um, they find that, you know, this could be a contributing factor to those who have more stress because they don't have a, a physical output um, or something they can just change their attention to elsewhere. Um, and then we come on to these next like factors that are kind of outside of really the kind of healthcare part of it, but more in terms of maybe social life. So again, um, you're out partying all the time, which means, uh, you know, drinking plenty of alcohol. Is it, is it drugs? Is it smoking? These are going to have external um, factors in terms of maybe your environment that you're around that are going to affect your health and, and also kind of your mental health as well. Um, you know, it's like as well, if you've got a hangover, it takes you two or three days to get back into the swing of things. And then you're back into that maybe lifestyle of going out partying over the weekend. So this is just one social life factor you could have that might be accumulating to stress. The next part is actually looking at family lifestyle. So are you the mum in your family? Does that mean you're taking on the work of maybe working, looking after the kids, doing the cooking, doing the cleaning, you know, um, and then getting home and then looking after the husband as well as traditionally? Um, or is it the other way around? Are you dad, are you doing all the work, you putting the money on the table, but then you've got no downtime, you're working loads, maybe working overtime just to provide more, as in this current circumstance of increasing lifestyle costs. Um, are these are these kind of uh, factors that are kind of associate to you um, and kind of looking into that work pattern and work lifestyle? Um, are you doing night shifts? Are you doing are you doing shifts of like three days on, three days off? Um, are you working in a job that you're not enjoying? Is it a very high workload? Is it very stressful? Um, you can kind of see that if we kind of break down these areas, and obviously they can be broken down even further. Are these something that are considering? close to you have you got more than one of these factors if you do, do you like please do leave us a comment in the in the sections below i'd love to hear you know people's stories as well rather than me just kind of rubbing it on um but that you know see I, just looking at those core principles are uh, more than more than one of these relevant to you and have you actually got a method in which you look after each one of these to make sure that you're staying you've got enough time to look after yourself but also again looking after family members as well so kind of moving on is to this element here, which is called the stress bucket, which you might have heard of uh, previously, but it's something that is very good to refer back to. So the stress bucket is pretty much shows our capability to deal with uh, factors such as uh, life. Um, and as we navigate from a child to an adult and then obviously moving on into family, we ultimately have more and more things that fill up this pot. Now, if we've got a kind of nice steady pot, we've got, you know, uh, methods of coping mechanisms, but then we've got also maybe adequate systems and um, processes which we can allow us to, to kind of get rid of any accumulations of unwanted stress. Um, so, for example, if we was looking at kind of workloads, you know, if you're, have you got someone you can de uh, delegate work out to, um, whether it's your colleagues or whether it's yourself and you hire someone in, if you're working in a job, 
Um, is there other ways in terms of anxiety? So do you have some kind of uh, previous anxiety, previous stresses? And do you have coping mechanisms that you've maybe learned to kind of overcome these? Have you got money worries? And do you have you found out, have you created a financial plan that can help you, you know, come out of debt, for example? Or have you got a way in terms of how you can earn more money, whether it's having a side hustle as well as your daytime job? Um, if, it, if it's insomnia you've had, have you tried medication? Have you tried different types of, maybe um, medical services have you spoke to a counselor or even you know chris who is our uh, expert in terms of in helping people with those problems as you can see if you haven't got kind of a strategy to delve deal with all of these different stresses then obviously that pot's going to build up over time and then obviously at some point there's going to be a breaking point this could be whether it's kind of mental health issue it could be a physical injury it might be relationship breakdowns you know it could be many things that's going to be going on um, and the reason why I highlight this is, which we'll see on as we move on further, if these are unmanaged and obviously over time, maybe years, then this is where we can start to kind of see physical injuries, which is definitely what I see within the, our sports injury clinic. So the reason why uh, people maybe are less stressed is because they've maybe got an equal balance between stress and recovery. Recovery could also mean some kind of strategy in which they're going to be overcoming um, their stresses or difficulties in life. And obviously, if they're unbalanced, such as having, uh, or sorry, in this, this is a positive balance. If we've got a very high load of recovery or strategies to overcome difficulties, then we're going to see that that overweighs the stress. However, if we're looking down at having too much stress, that's going to obviously overweigh the recovery or strategies that we've got um, to deal with these kind of problems. And you can see that then outweighs it. Um, and then how this kind of relates to physical injury, physical stress is a, a topic that I kind of use to explain to my, client, my clients, you know, they've probably come for maybe four sports, four or five sports massages over a period of weeks or months, and it's still not solving the problem that's there. And there may not be a structural damage um, or injury that's there. It might have been a previous injury. The body might have created some kind of pain pattern, for example, but actually, you know, the sports massage might be dealing with the short-term benefit of relieving a tight structure, but as soon as they get back to their daily life, maybe some kind of environmental factors, that then benefit of that massage, for example, goes. So when we've got a an injury that's been there for maybe a long time um, and we've ruled out any major kind of worries in terms of maybe major, major injury and we don't need to refer them elsewhere, then what I like to kind of explain this is, is having uh, pain, which is an output is a signal of there might be something wrong. So something wrong might be, um, you know, it might have been dealing with a previous uh, trauma, previous injury. It's not been fully dealt with. And therefore the body is creating a signal, a sign that there is a problem here and I do need some kind of help, but it's down to you to understand what that factor is specifically. Um, so for example, you know, the straight one is, uh, having tight shoulders, tight neck muscles. Now we do get a lot of this from people that are in high stress environments. They might be also be kind of, uh, desk workers, um, where they've maybe got a little, a bit more of a sedentary lifestyle. So not having an output in terms of exercise or having some kind of positive uh, output, then dealing with maybe high workload stress, the body then tightens up as a guarding mechanism. And therefore, that for that constant tightness can be maybe not a physical problem, but actually it's maybe something that's um, a bit more deep rooted in which you may need to find some more help 
or build up some sort of self-awareness to understand, are you feeling stressed? Are there things that are in your life right now that are being troublesome and that you need more help to kind of get over? So I hope that makes sense. But, you know, do ask me if you've got any questions regarding that. Um, so kind of moving on next is, you know, the stress doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. In it, and if it's used right, it can definitely direct us in the right area. Um, and, you know, for short term, you know, if you've got a, a good stressing symbol, so it might mean, I don't know, money's low. OK, how can I find money? What can I do? Is there something I can do that I love and enjoy? Is there something I can do to help out family, friends? Is, can I set up a small company outside of the job I'm doing already? If you are running a company, for example, then what other services or um, products that you can you create or bring into your business that is going to obviously solve a problem? Um, if we're looking at maybe we're reaching a, um, a problem and we need to then figure out a way how we can overcome that problem that's going to be a motivational thing as well from stress so it might be that i don't know for it it's very easy for me to say someone's torn their hamstrings okay so i'm stressed i can't get back to playing football because i've torn a hamstring so what are the steps i need to do to be able to get back to playing football that's where you'd see someone like myself it might be that you wanted to stop smoking for example so working with someone like chris how can you stop smoking well, this is where he starts to use some of his tools and services for hypnotherapy and psychology to be able to help you to overcome that. Um, and obviously, over time, this increases resilience. So it allows you to understand stress and then how to use that as a benefit um, and then use that as a productive tool rather than having a negative relationship with stress. Because as I kind of previously explored with the pain patterns, it can increase sensitivity and also can increase tension. So having that you know, increase anxiety of, uh, you know, as well as increased tension, sensitivity to a certain point of maybe um, work or maybe dealing with other some personal problems. This can then be a reoccurring problem. Those elevated cortisol levels are going to be those stress signals increasing. You know, it becomes uh, a, more of a barrier to mental toughness. So if you have that decrease, maybe self-esteem, um, so chris i'm just really uh, chris i dropped out an opportunity moment there um yeah uh, let us know what it is chris if you want to jump jump in on that um so yeah so you know maybe having that reduced self-esteem not being able to find the solution that you want that you need to um solve your problem then this is where you know the mental toughness then becomes less then you have less uh quality less confidence and then you just end up being that constant right over time and time and time and then relating on to reducing quality uh to reducing the quality of the decision making so you just become an, in a big circle of not finding the right solution getting more stressed getting more down within yourself and then obviously over there it might be more physical or more mental uh, challenging stressful moments then can occur um, so how can we kind of um, understand stress and recovery a bit more? And this is where I'm going to use um, these diagrams to kind of explain this a little bit more. So within kind of sports performance or training, having adequate recovery time after a stimulus, such as maybe exercise, is an important aspect to understand um, to ensure that one, you're not overtraining or overreaching, but also two, that you're maximizing your performance. So, for example, if we're looking on here, we've got our baseline level here and then we introduce a training stimulus. So this might be an, a workout. It might be a class that you've just joined. This line here represents uh, either fatigue when it's low 
or high its increased performance. So we've increased, we've added in a training stimulus. We then need to allow for maybe one to two days recovery within that body part. And then we've got a period here called super compensation. So super compensation is basically a period of time on which performance is elevated due to adequate um, recovery time. So once we've got that period of here, we then bring in that training stimulus, that fatigue then in, uh, you know, increases. And then over time, we then allow that recovery time and our performance is then elevated higher than it was previously. So that's just one moment in which we could look at maybe a week to week um, loading. If we move on to this uh, diagram, okay, we've got an idea, we've just shown here how if you're training too hard or not enough will dictate your performance or your recovery. So when we're looking at, at training stimulus A, this is a represented that um, your training at uh, your recovery was not uh, was too soon. So this is the red line here. So as we've brought in a training stimulus, we've got this recovery effect. And then what happens is, is because we've got not got enough uh, recovery, what's happened is we've come back too early and we haven't got much super compensation that's coming in. Remember, super compensation is increased performance. If we look on to B, which is saying uh, training stimulus uh, for your next training stimulus is uh, come at the right time, then what we find is that we've got a little bit of uh, uh, fatigue that's induced, but then we've got a shorter period of time of recovery. And what we find is now we've got that increased um increase super compensation which again will be increased performance whether this is going to be mental performance or physical performance um and then again if we're looking at uh, the yellow line at the bottom if the training stimulus is too hard and we've also um not been able to get back to the another train another training stimulus you can find how we've got that really long delayed process of fatigue that's encountered and then a very very slow recovery time period over uh, over time so again making sure that we're training adequately or we're having a plenty of rest time in terms of work-related issues, or having some downtime in terms of self-preservation goals is really going to have an effect in terms of how you're going to recover or be able to perform at your best, whatever it is you're trying to achieve. And if we just look here on, again, if we've got, if you need me to slow down and go over any topics, guys, just drop me a comment uh, in the boxes. Um, and then from here, I'm hoping I've not lost you so far. When we're looking at this point here, when we put in uh, consecutive training uh, without adequate recovery, then what's going to happen is over time, our performance is obviously going to negatively drop, which we reach overtraining or overreaching, which is basically you run yourself into the ground. Um, so as these red lines, these represent a new training stimulus. And as you can see, this dotted line is our performance factor. So, and then this line here, which is a straight line, um, that is our fatigue factor. So as we can see, they've gone through training stimulus one, they've created fatigue there. They've then come in to do training stimulus two, but not recovered fully over that baseline measurement. And then we come down here. So now we've got, when we're reaching this point after the workout, they're on a very low, um, a, a very high fatigue rate and very low performance. Then what you find is, again, they've not put adequate rest or recovery in. They then drop down lower. And again, training training for and the new stimulus is and then come down over time. And now this is where we're going to be into a breaking point. So if we're looking in terms of physical injury, we might have, have a nagging injury. We might have an injury that stays around for too long. We might find that your performance is obviously very limited um, or you're feeling tight or you're feeling sore. But then you were looking at 
kind of mental factors as well. You know, we might find that we're hitting walls. We're not be able to concentrate for much long. We're having trouble sleeping. We might be eating more or eating less than normal. These are all going to have multiple factors. And it's kind of your job to understand your self-awareness and checking in with yourself and saying, okay, how am I feeling? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I eating enough? Do I feel too fatigued or do I feel really good? I can keep training on something that you need to kind of be very self-exploring to really understand where you are at time. And again, this might be where you might plan in holidays to have a break from work after maybe two or three months, because you know, when you reach that two or three month period, you're starting to burn out a little bit. You're getting a bit too stressed. You might find that you've got, uh, you know, the month after is a very busy period at work. So having not just planning out your training and exercise, but planning out your work life as well is a very important factor because that is going to add into that pot that if we refer back to the start of the day, if we've not got our physical and our exercise right, we haven't got our nutrition right, we haven't got our work-life balance right, then this stress is going to accumulate over time, which is obviously something that we really want to avoid. Um, so how can you use stress to be able to... Um, you know, positively go move forward. Um, and the first thing, again, is what I said before, is increase your self-awareness. So have something maybe like a journal, maybe start exploring some kind of meditating. Start to think about how you are feeling within yourself, what your performance is like at work, at home, what's your relationships like. By then, once you're understanding that some, some self-awareness, it's then maybe understanding your stresses, for example. So your stresses might be, as we previously explored, it might be no recovery time, no downtime. You might be working too hard in a certain area that's probably not beneficial. Um, it might be that your training is probably not right to what you need now, whether it's intensity or volume of which you're doing. Um, but also looking at other areas outside of that as well. Once you've got that, you can then gain the support of maybe reaching out to myself or one of the experts within the group. Or it might be that someone that's completely different that might be able to help you out with work. It might be with financial problems. It might be family-related problems. But once you can only get the support or the help once you understand what it is you need help with. And then from that, you then do need to start to explore exploring how to make a plan, how you can then stay, take those necessary steps to kind of decrease the negative effects of stress, but use this stress as a, as a positive product from that. And... You know, that's pretty much going to take me to where I wanted to go with this. I didn't want to delve in too deep. Um, and I wanted just to kind of highlight something that's been on my mind. And certainly it's something I've been explaining a lot within our clinic. And hopefully this is something you can take away. Um, so if you've got any kind of questions relating to what I've just covered here, or you would like some assistance in terms of something that might be the some of the factors that I've mentioned, then do please give myself or Chris um, a call and there'll be something something that can uh, help you out um, in overcoming any obstacles but for now um, I hope you found it useful if you did please leave some comments down below um, if you're watching it back please do say replay and again if you like any more of something like this then please do give us a shout and we'll be happy to help